0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. I'm Summer Yeager and I'm here with my beautiful co host Joy. Oh, wait. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Joy and I are here today to put the she in tissue. Paper. Paper? Tissue oh, paper. paper. That's holiday
1: appropriate. Totally holiday appropriate. No, that's holiday. This is
0: not our holiday episode. Just kidding. It is. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and Joy, I want you to know <laughs> that I can still hear someone clicking in the background.
1: <laughs> it's probably me typing. <laughs> no, what are you typing? I was just finishing up. I was just finishing up my
0: compliment for you. It's not. Put your so hands I don't up. it. Oh my goodness, it was you. (laughs) It was me. Joy, here's my compliment. Okay. Lay it on me. All I want for Christmas is you. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Oh my gosh. I went there. You won. You won this round. (laughs) I love winning and I came here to win today. That is a
1: great That's a a horrible Christmas (laughs) song, but a great compliment. I know. So I'm really glad it happened because it led up to this moment.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) But you're right. So welcome.
1: I am Joy, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer. And Summer, if you owned a holiday, but you wanted to own a different holiday, I would tell you to be content with what you have (laughs) and not to steal other holidays. Okay. Because there would just be hijinks and.
0: Theft is against. Theft is against God's law. Right. Therefore, it's wrong. hmm
1: Okay, well... And I wouldn't want you to ruin Christmas. And Halloween is also good.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I would ruin Halloween because I'm not a Halloween person. Oh. I can't own Halloween. It's just not my jam. Okay. No. Um, so... So okay. you are content. I am content. Good job. And I, I love Christmas. And I get, like, multiple Christmases this year. So I'm pretty excited.
1: For, for a second, you know that Kristen Wiig character that like one ups everyone. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, actually I love Christmas. And (laughs) it was so funny because you said, I love Christmas. And you were like playing with your hair. And so for a second, I just, I couldn't help but think of you just being like, (laughs) yeah, I love Christmas. And I actually love Christmas more than anyone else. And, uh,
0: well, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Actually changed
1: my middle name to Christmas.
0: (laughs) I have no, I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. Um, I mean, probably by the time people are listening to this, like, Christmas is over. Because I don't know who's listening to a podcast on Christmas. No judgment, if you are. Right. Um, uh, But you probably already had Christmas, and you're, like, having that coma. And then you're, like, you're in that part of the holiday season where you're realizing that in a week it's New Year's. And then after that, it's just, like, back to regular life. And right. it's a little depressing. Yeah. I always get that. Like, a little depression. Right.
1: There is a... I think there there's this this weird like anti magic. Yes. Like the, it's it's filled this time of year is just so magical and there's like a warmth and nostalgia to it all and then you walk out your door on January first and you're like, Oh, it's just kind
0: of regular. No. It's back to regular life. But in comparison it feels right less than regular. Right. It's helpful for me that I have a birthday at the end of January Right, I have something to look forward to. Kind of like keeps it yeah. moving. Except that everybody's like gifted out. They're yeah. like, mm, They're I just like, bought you something mm, last month. Yeah, I just, <laughs> just mm, I'm not doing this anymore. You just did gifts. Yeah. So. I'm not doing that anymore. Okay. So anyway, it's Christmas or it's after Christmas and we, for the next two weeks, are going to be total weirdos because we had this thing where we realized we'd be releasing an episode on Christmas and then we realized we'd be releasing an episode on New Year's. And so it, we didn't want to do like a really Christmas episode. We did a Christmas episode last year. Mm-hmm. And then like, what do you do for New Year's? I am i don't really want to talk about New Year's resolutions, but right. that's like what's happening. So we just decided we're going to go completely off the wall. Mm-hmm. Like we're just going to do something weird. Are you surprised? For the next two weeks. <laughs> I mean, no one's surprised. You shouldn't be. Um, So I'm not going to tell you about next week because we are super duper excited for the episode we're doing next week. Like really looking forward to it. So jazzed. Um, And so today we're just kind of going to take it really easy. And what's weird today is that we're going to get super personal. And I know you're probably thinking like, you tell us about your life all the time. But like, you know, we're like ogres and we have layers, like onions have layers. Right. Um, not like parfaits have layers not like parfait layers because you can see the layers in a parfait from outside of the plastic cup
1: we have skin we're not made of
0: (laughs) just in case you guys didn't know (laughs) we still have our skin we're not (laughs) see-through oh one time in fifth grade I have to tell this story um this group of girls told this other girl, and this was really mean, but they told her that her epidermis was showing. Oh, yeah. And she didn't know what that was, and so she started crying and actually went oh. home. Isn't that the saddest thing. thing you've ever heard? I know. I wanted to tell her. I was That's like, I'm so going like, to find her and tell her that that just means her skin. But then, like, she had already gone to the nurse and, like, left for the day because she was so horrified that her epidermis was showing. Why did I tell this horrible story on Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. Okay. Um, So my suggestion was that we just tell you guys something like super personal in our, like in our personal walks, because I think, especially as like reformed Christians, like we kind of try to stay away from language that is too like us centric sometimes. At least I know that's something I try to do, like. We don't
1: focus on the experience, necessarily. Right. You won't hear us saying a lot, I feel, or I experienced this, or if it's appropriate, you've you've probably heard us say it, but not a lot.
0: Right, it's definitely not like a major part of our vocabulary, purposely, because Mm -hmm. I don't think that your Christian walk is all about you, your personal experience, etc. However, it is, it is important that we don't forget that we we do have a relationship with God. Yeah. Now, I think it, in our like modern time, so often the way that Christianity is talked about and the way our churches teach us and especially like just in America at large, it's like your relationship with Jesus is your relationship with Jesus and it's detached from, it's just you and Jesus. And that's right. all that matters. Whereas we're called to be, faithful members of the body of Christ, which is the bride of Christ, um, which is what I want to talk about today. Um, So your relationship with Jesus isn't supposed to be detached from a formal setting that God has laid out for us in the New Testament, how this is supposed to look, how it's supposed to run, what your responsibility is to it. Right. And that can sound very clinical. And so as I was thinking about... Okay, I just want to. I'm gonna tell some people something personal about me, something I've learned in my walk with the Lord, and um, what's like the coolest thing in that that I can think of right now? Like, what's something that's really important? And actually, it's it's that it's that exactly. It's what I just said. Um, it is that the church is the bride of Christ, and I, I don't know that until the last. So I grew up in church. I've been going to church every Sunday for almost 29 years and I think it's really been in the last 6 or 7 years that I have come to understand like what it means to be a part of the body of Christ and the bride of Christ. And I really that moment really hit me when a couple months ago I was visiting another church that I'd never been to before.
1: right?
0: And they started singing a song that only the church I was a member of in Georgia like I'd ever heard this song before. And so I'm in this setting. I don't know anybody around me. It's a new church. And they start singing this song that I learned when I was a member of a church in Georgia for three years. And I started bawling. <laughs> It was so embarrassing. Wow. I started crying because it made me think of my church in Georgia. Right. And it brought me, like, to that moment where I was at my church in Georgia, and my church in Georgia was just, like, precious. I mean, if you're in Atlanta, like, Mm -hmm. Grace Fellowship of South Forsyth, like, those people, I mean, they took me in at a time in my life when I had so many things going on, and they took care of me, and they just, like they really redefined for me or maybe defined in a new way, like what it meant to like be a part of the body. And this was something that when I was 22 or 23, I probably couldn't have explained to you in the way that I can now, because especially given like the circumstances I had going on in my life and how difficult it was, um, the way they came alongside me in that these very special circumstances was something that I just didn't know could happen. I didn't know people that weren't your blood relatives could become your blood relatives. Um, And so it's like the fellowship that I, that I had there with these people was so precious and I haven't seen them in a couple years. And so I'm, I'm in this other setting. I'm in a church setting, but I hear this song that reminds me of them. And it was just like this feeling of that was my home. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, your whole life, you hear about the bride of Christ, the church is the bride of Christ being a part of the body of Christ, but it's not just a designation. Like it's, it's who you are. Right. And, you know when, so when Jesus said that, um, people will know that you love Him by your love for each other. It's like if you're not in a body that that can be said of, like have you experienced true fellowship, essentially? And so when you think about the church, and you think about your relationship with Christ, if those two are divorced, I would say you have a major problem. Because you can't love Christ and not love his bride. Right. And this has really been brought out for me. And we're going through the catechism with our kids. And we're on, um, we're talking about honor your father and your mother. And my husband pointed out, he was like, you can't honor me if you dishonor my wife. And that. And that is where, so we're specifically given a parallel of uh, the church being Christ's bride. So if you're dishonoring Christ's bride, you aren't honoring Christ. right? And it's like, that's such a, like, do we talk about that? You know, like, do we, it's like, I'm thinking about all these times in my life when the church was my backbone, when the church was my family when the church was this huge blessing in my life and Jesus was using the church. He was using people. He was working through people to serve me. But then it's like, well, what, what are, what am I doing to love Christ's bride in the same way? Um, And can you love, I mean, it's like, if you have a friend who's married, can you love them well and have nothing to do with their spouse? I mean how how do you do that? Like at right. some point you're going to come into contact with their spouse. Yeah. And if you're and if that that marriage is healthy, then uh, if someone dishonors your spouse, that that's the same thing as having a problem with you. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like this two, it's this two-way thing where it's like, "No, that's my spouse. We're one flesh. You don't get to treat me one way and my spouse yeah. another." Um and so since Marriage is a picture of Christ in the church. It's just amazing to me. Like, we do think of our relationship with, th- there has to be a balance because your relationship with Jesus is your relationship with Jesus. Right. I'm not saying it's not personal. It's 1 million percent personal. Mm-hmm. But you can't have a relationship with Jesus that doesn't also involve his bride. Right. You just can't. Yeah. Otherwise, the picture of the church being his bride wouldn't be an accurate picture at all yeah um and so it would
1: it would the the intimacy if you like you said if you tried to divorce those two right then the intimacy with the person that you treat a different way like so for any instance of the two spouses the husband and the wife like if you even if you treat the wife differently than the husband then your relationship suffers yes. with the person that you like and you treat well right <laughs> like right. it even suffers because they're right. because you're not going to that person you're not
0: going to tolerate your spouse being mistreated or right. or whatever or yeah. whatever uh and so yeah it's just like it's been such a cool thing you know the churches i've been a part of the last couple of years just to see how to see how christ is so faithful to them and then to see how they are so faithful to christ by being faithful to each other has been i mean you know you it's like you're you hear these things and we talk about these things but then when you're actually a part of the church and you see legs being put on that command to love one another um to honor Christ it's it's like this whole other thing it's like you can talk about it all day but until you've experienced it until you've been a part of it um i just don't think there's any words for it and 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 that was why I was so emotionally overwhelmed when I heard that song and thought of my people that, you know, I'm not a part of that church anymore, but we're still a part of the body of Christ. Right. Um, And I'll always, wherever believers are, there's this intense feeling of home because you're all adopted into the same family. And when you're all working together to love Christ, your love for each other is just so exponentially grown. Um, And to see that commitment lived out is I mean it will change you. Like I don't I don't often like use the phrase life-changing except in a sarcastic way or in a completely <laughs> hyperbolic way. Right. Like completely hyperbolic. Um but I really believe that being a committed member of a believing body that's committed to honoring Christ and loving each other will change the course of your life. And I'm just so thankful to Jesus for that. Yeah. Like I'm thankful that we are his body and that he made all that happen. And like, what a wonderful plan he had for all of us and living in community is hard. Like I'm not saying it's all sunshine. It's much easier
1: (laughs) to isolate yourself. Whether it be that you don't want to be vulnerable with someone because of some weird way that you grew up or because of pride or whatever. Also, if you if you never talk to anyone at your church, they probably won't ever say the wrong thing or do
0: the wrong thing. It's so much easier to right. just show up on Sunday and leave, and then not. It, and it does take a real commitment. Um, and I wish that more people really understood how's you know how seriously, I mean how seriously does Christ take church when He has literally called it His bride? Right. Like that's pretty serious. That's right. a covenant. Yeah. Um covenants are serious. Yes. And so I wish more people really understood like this is where you should be serving and living and loving. It's like, I get so frustrated at this time of year when churches only focus on giving to the community around them. And right. and it's like, they almost sell this concept of service as something you do out there. Yeah. When it's like, no, 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 no. Like these people that you're sitting next to right now, every Sunday, they're your first commitment mm-hmm. outside of your yeah. family. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I can keep going, but I'll stop. So that's, <laughs> that's like uh, God has used the churches that he's placed me in. So I've been in two churches in the last decade-ish. And um, I think that's what I've really learned the last decade is just that Christ takes his bride seriously. We need to take being a part of the church body seriously. And that when we do that, you you get to know Jesus in a, in a way that you simply cannot and will not ever get to know him or experience him outside of the church. That's it. That's what I've learned. <laughs> That's what Jesus taught me. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So I guess I should go. I'm
0: so excited. All right. So... I'm also really excited for this question I have for you at the end of all this. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to it a lot. So
1: <clears throat> the thing that I think I mm-hmm. have learned that God has taught me um through much conviction. Ooh, is, um, mm-hmm. here we go. Is the importance of the scripture. Okay. Not just to like defend your faith or give an account. That part for me is a little, it's a little bit easier because of where I work and things like that. You know uh, yeah. what I'm constantly surrounded by in preparation for apology radio in preparation for sheologians, that part comes a little more naturally. But um, when mm-hmm. it comes to your, um, your relationship and intimacy with God, when it comes to, Um, delivering truth to yourself, Mm -hmm. that should be combined with a scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was really convicted because um, I was was meeting with my pastor, with Jeff. I'll just tell the story. I don't really want to tell the story, but I'll tell the
0: story. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And so
1: granted, I'm going to give a little caveat. I hope it doesn't come across as prideful. Um, But this is embarrassing. (laughs) And so, granted, I was having a... You know, neither Summer and I are... We're not perfect. And we have uh, a lot of stuff that we go through, as do all humans. What? No way. We all have feelings. (laughs) We all have things that get in the way. Only one at a time, please. Yeah, and we all have these idols that are very close. That we hold very close. And we hold them so close that they almost don't look like an idol anymore, but they still are. So granted this, in this conversation, this is a heavy conversation. I can hardly think my brain is like swirling. I'm totally trying to separate myself from, from everything. Yeah. And so um, Jeff asked me, like, do you believe that God has, Um, forgiven you or that there's, there's forgiveness or there's new life in Christ. I was like, yeah, of course I do. He was like, where does it say that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jeff. And I couldn't, (laughs) right. Like I said, the circumstances were a little like I wasn't on my A game.
0: Okay. yeah, Yeah. You were
1: thrown a little. How often are we on our A game in real life when it comes to real life? So there you go. That's super embarrassing for me that I couldn't think of a verse that where it says that I'm forgiven. Wow. And so, yeah. So,
0: well, okay. Are you saying you couldn't think of the actual verse or like the reference? No, I could
1: like the actual. Yeah, no, I can think of a verse. I can think. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have you have this basic like I know that I'm forgiven. I know a few little like bullet points where if I told you those bullet points, I would be mimicking the language of that verse and stuff like that. But he, what he wanted to know was where does it say that? Where he wanted, he
0: wanted the scripture, reference. right? He
1: wanted the reference okay. of where it's found.
0: Okay. Yeah. I am notoriously bad at that. Right. So, so that's the thing is,
1: you know, some of us are better at memorizing things than others. I do also think that memory is a muscle that can be built up and, um, so it's not really an excuse, but the point is, is that, um, and I'm going to give you guys scripture because I just told you how convicted I was about not having scripture accompanying things. <laughs> okay. So in, and I've been, this is like where I've been trying to be in my Bible. Okay. Um, so in Romans twelve two, that's where it says, don't be conformed to this world, but renew your mind. Yes. Okay. So if you... If there is something... So just in general, we're all called to renew our mind. Um, and that is because we live in a sinful world. We're going to... Sin is going to like kind of spring upon us sometimes. Like we're going to be like, oh, like I didn't want... I didn't even want that thought or that mm-hmm. action or reaction or whatever. Yep. Um, and so it's important just in a general sense. But I, I would, I would say that 100% of us on this planet are dealing with something specific right now that causes us pain or anger on a daily basis. So, to renew your mind with this very basic nebulous view or statement of why God forgives you or why you're new in Christ or why this, like insert insert the issue here, but not knowing where it's found mm. in the revealed word of God.
0: Yeah.
1: Like how, how strong of a weapon
0: mm. is
1: it? If you, yeah, if you're not actually like how much rather I should say, how much stronger is the, is the word for word?
0: Right. No, no <laughs> scripture. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Cause that is actually, yeah. The word of God. Right. So how much more beneficial would it be? for us to actually be speaking the word of God to ourselves and not just reminding ourselves. Oh yeah, I know that's not true. And that's another thing. Sometimes I just, I like will have, people will have thoughts and you just say like, no, I know that's not true. But then there's no, there's no, um, truth to like, rebutt- to it. that. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. say, okay, I know that's not true. I know that's a lie. Yeah. But when you, when you're storing up God's word mm-hmm. in your heart, mm-hmm. I think that the renewing of your mind, those two things go hand in hand. Yes. That has, that is what I have learned. Right. Is that if I have the word of God, why would I not use it? Right. To expose lies. Right. In my life. And, and we, we should be doing that.
0: Well, now you're convicting me. Right. I didn't ask.
1: And that's (laughs) right. That's the thing. Like it doesn't, and that doesn't feel good, um, but if you think it sort of when you when you take the approach, so if your approach to the lies in your life are that's okay, I know that's a lie, and you're not willing to like really attack it with with word for word scripture, you're just willing to attack it with. Either, oh, no, I know that's not true. Or you're willing to attack it with like a concept, like a basic concept that you know is true. Is it possible that you're, you're confronting it halfway because halfway you want to keep that thing? Right. You want to keep that lie a little bit. Right. And even if that's not true, if you can genuinely look at yourself and you can say, no, 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 I know that's not true. Yeah. You, you have a f- whole truth. Which is just the word of God. Right. Stored up in your heart.
0: Right. Yeah. How seriously do most of us take that command? Right. To like store up scripture.
1: And so if you, like you, you know, you feel a certain way. We all, we all feel anxious. We all despair. And I think a lot of times our first question is just like, how can I make this stop? <laughs> yeah. How can I make this end? Yeah. And now, so if you think, if you thought that recently, Think how actively and how much effort have I put into stopping that thought? Right. And do I have the word of God? Right. He laid it out. I don't need to coach myself. Renewing your mind isn't me coaching myself and giving myself a pep talk in the mirror. Like that's only going at it halfway.
0: I want to make a point right now mm-hmm. with a verse that I know. Right. But I can't give you the reference. <laughs> Gosh. And that's
1: and I'm not saying that that, like (laughs) I'm not saying you will continue to be depressed or heartbroken or despairing if you can't memorize scripture. But the point is, is that we are supposed to. Right. We're supposed to. Right. Um, And and if you feel like your pep talk that you give yourself when lies creep in isn't working, it might be because you're giving yourself a pep talk. Right. Not God's word.
0: Right. So I was thinking of Second Peter one three. Okay. <laughs> and I think of this verse a lot, so I should try to remember the reference. Right. That's a very obvious thing I'm pointing out right now. Um, and it says, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. So I love this verse because it is it's saying that we have been given all things, all things, everything that we need for life and godliness. So in in scripture, and, and this comes through the knowledge of Christ. And where do you get the knowledge of Christ? It's scripture. So it's like through Jesus, through his divine power, we have been given all things that we need all things that pertain to life and godliness so that verse convicts me because it's like well how often do i actually believe right that i have everything i need for ev- for my entire life right and to live in a god honoring way right and how often do i try to like muster that up on my own instead of first turning to scripture right instead of like do my actions actually testify that i believe right that i have everything i need for life and godliness through christ
1: and if they're not is it because you're not using everything that's right. been given to you right so that's i mean that's the basic right idea of what i'm getting at right
0: um what was the reference again <laughs> second peter 1 3 there you go second peter 1, what's your favorite verse uh, my favorite. Verse. I
1: want to do this because it's hilarious. What's hilarious with what the story I just told? So you <laughs> tell yours first. It's hilarious. You guys are gonna laugh so hard.
0: Your favorite verse? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying that mine. Oh no
1: no no! Mine hilarious. goes along with it.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, my probably Ephesians two eight and and nine. Can I have two verses? Yeah, that's fine. Passage. Or would it be Romans 1? Romans 1 is dark, man. It is, yeah. Um, but, so interest, interesting fact about me, the first chapter of scripture I memorized was Psalm 103. Okay. And then the next chunk of scripture that I memorized was Romans 1, 18 through 32. And these were both between 6th and 7th grade. And it's really interesting how often in my life, these passages that i memorized long ago right will be recalled um and be so important in this moment um like the other day at church the the pastor started quoting from Psalm 103 and like just the uh excitement i felt you're like i know that one yeah it was like <laughs> i know this and this is right. and it's like It's not just that I know it. It's like, it's so true. Like this, you know what I mean? And I know that sounds like a weird thing to say. Like, oh, that's true. Well, all of the Bible is true. But just knowing it and having it in my mind was like, I don't know. It was just like, it was like a, it's like sweet. Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. It's like sweet. Like cherished. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Ephesians 2, 8 is for by grace, you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves is a gift of God, not as a result of work so that no one may boast. Okay. And so- that's forgiveness. Yeah, I mean, you've got grace, faith, <laughs> gift of God. You don't have to work for it. Stop boasting. I mean, what else could you want?
1: <laughs> it's right.
0: Just, it's just one of my favorites. Right. And it's a it's a reminder to me like I can't work my way to this. Right. And my faith is a gift.
1: So, my favorite verse is about forgiveness. Ooh. Okay. And I couldn't think of it. <laughs> there you go. I mean, it's your like if you're really not storing it up, it's not there,
0: right you know, like yeah. there's nothing stored, yeah,
1: um, so my favorite verse is Isaiah one eighteen What is that? though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow, mm. though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. I
0: love it, I and was, I couldn't
1: because yeah, like I just labeled it my favorite verse, and yeah. it is my favorite verse, but right. like did I What's store it up,
0: of, right? right is it stored up yeah yeah no that's a good question
1: like is is that like that's way more beautiful than me just being like yeah god forgives me <laughs> sure
0: okay sure he does yeah right <laughs> i don't know the average person on the street will tell you that right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah anyway anyway that's what i learned Thanks, Joy. Now I'm convicted. <laughs> okay, here's <laughs> my too. here's my super fun question that I was I was making breakfast the other day and then I was like, I want to ask Joy this question. Joy, what is one thing about you? I don't know. whoa she just gave me like really huge eyeballs oh gosh what's one thing about you that I would be like oh really no way I mean there's gotta be something
1: um
0: I mean I just learned your favorite Christmas song right I didn't know that the Christmas waltz was your favorite Christmas song I could not have called that in a million years (laughs) that song. I'm not surprised cuz it's a great song and you I know you have great musical tastes. Mm-hmm. Like what would have been surprising if you were like Mariah Carey <laughs> like all I want for Christmas is you. Then I would have been like, "Wait. Whoa. That would have been you at that would have been shocking. So the Christmas Waltz wasn't shocking, but it was something I didn't know. So
1: Um, okay. Oh gosh. Yes. You maybe you know this. I don't know if I've told you this before. Okay. I but, can't wait. Um, okay. I for me there is a This is a, like a childhood story. Hopefully that's yes. like what you're going for.
0: Anything. It's open. Open.
1: Okay. Um so for me there is a serious love for the Lion King. Not just the movie, but the soundtrack. Okay. The music from The Lion King.
0: Music, the soundtrack from the movie or the movie. from the... Okay. The movie. Okay. I had it. It was my first tape. That was it, my first cassette tape was The Lion King soundtrack. So
1: I never had the cassette tape, oh. but that was the first CD I ever owned. Ooh. And that was back when like, if you had a CD, a CD
0: yeah. you were so cool. You're, you had all the things.
1: So... I also had this pair of Lion King roller skates. Skates,
0: not blades. Skates. Oh, amazing. I never owned.
1: I never owned rollerblades.
0: Oh, I lived in my. And I blades. think
1: I've rollerbladed one time.
0: Oh, I. I've only it. ever
1: roller skated.
0: What? Yeah. I can't skate. I can only blade. Oh, okay. Well, okay.
1: <laughs> we can help each other out if yeah. you ever need to.
0: Can you just see us going down the road, like?
1: But So I had this pair of Lion King roller skates and I used to put the CD on. (laughs) And blast it. Blast the music. And I used to roller skate up and down our hall. (laughs) And then I feel like that's enough. But I I have to tell the rest of the story. No, and then what? And then sometimes... (laughs) I would like prop the couch cushions up and put on my own stage production of The Lion King. Not the whole Lion King, just the music. And um, I used to make my mom watch it and she'd be like, okay, yeah, great. And I'd be like, no, mom, there's like nine more songs left. Stay there. (laughs) I love that so much. Um, and like when I say that they were productions, like, I mean it. <laughs> Oh, okay. There was like costume and makeup involved. <laughs> and when I say productions, I mean productions. <laughs> I don't mean I did it one time. I did it. My mom has seen uh, The Lion King brought to you by Joy Tembe
0: <laughs> A million times? Thousands of times, oh
1: probably. Maybe hundreds. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Hundreds of times. She's seen it hundreds of times. I love that so So there much. you go.
0: That is so amazing. And now I feel
1: like I want to know something about you that I don't know.
0: Okay. <clears throat> something you don't know. This is something I don't think most people know. It's not that interesting. But okay. but I, <laughs> I don't even think my brother knows this about me. And we talk a lot about music. Okay. I love. I seriously love Pearl Jam.
1: Oh, do you?
0: Like when no one else is home, I'm listening to Pearl Jam and The thing is, is that I love Pearl Jam so much, and I think they're the definitive sound of the 90s. Do you have have
1: a pair of Pearl Jam roller skates that you roller skate up and down?
0: uh, If they made Pearl Jam roller skates, I would learn how to skate as opposed to Blade, (laughs) and I would, like, skate around my kitchen, and i am be like, don't come here, because... As much as I've listened to Pearl Jam, I don't know what they're saying. Like, right. <laughs> like, what is Eddie Vedder saying? That's my saying? favorite part
1: of the 90s, is that <laughs> every single piece of music won't like that. Everyone. Every single piece. Everyone. But Eddie Vedder, Not just Pearl Jam, but like that was the voice of yes, the 90s. But
0: Eddie did it the best. Right. And I don't care what anybody That's says. Icon- yeah,
1: they're iconic.
0: And I just... like I don't think most people... I don't. I don't think I look like a Pearl Jam fan, right? Um, but I love Pearl Jam, and like I said, I'm just. I'm not even sure what they're saying, but I can like sing it anyway. <laughs> uh, um, and I love all of it. That's great. I have an extensive Pearl Jam collection. Wow. And I love Pearl Jam.
1: Good. So we both have our. We've both revealed our little. Like Hidden weird music,
0: yeah. Well, fandom. Lion King and Pearl yeah. Jam. Yep. Yeah. There we go. So now you guys can go enjoy those. <laughs> I don't know. Hey. Oh. Also, I want to tell you guys before we go. Uh, we, we still need your support. Mm-hmm. This show has more cost involved now <laughs> than ever before. Right. <laughs> um. And please, 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 if you guys want to support us, we have two options for you you can sign up on Patreon slash Sheologians and you can give us a cup of coffee a month and that will help uh, keep us here every week. And um, we also have a donate button on our website. So if you don't want to go through Patreon, if that's just not your jam, your pearl jam, mm. you can go to com, and there's a giant yellow button up in the corner that says donate. And I mean... I, I got a girl who gives us a dollar a month and I love her, but right. I don't even, I'm not even mad.
1: Because you, on the donate button, you can make a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Right. So if you have some grievance, if lately you've said to yourself, this just really annoys me about Patreon. Sure. I wish that yes. Sheologians would allow, I but I, st- this annoys me about Patreon, but I still would like to give monthly to
0: Sheologians. Yes
1: you do have another option. Yes. And it's on the website. Yes. Under the donate button.
0: And seriously, thank you guys so much who partner with us. You guys, you allow us to do this every week. You are keeping the doors open. And I mean, seriously, I mean, some people will message and they'll say, I want to support you guys, but I really can't give you more than like $5. And I'm like, listen, that's no one's laughing at that. Um, and we appreciate every single one of you. And yeah, so please, 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 if you're considering like partnering with a, a new ministry this year or whatever, choose us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we like doing this and we do, I think it's fair to say that we hear enough stories of encouragement that it is worth it for us to continue
0: doing this. Yes. It, it, abso- it absolutely is. Um, so, hey, we love you guys and hope you had a very fantastic Christmas. Yeah. And we'll see you next year. Ah, yeah. uh, see ya. Santa's on his way. he still his sleigh with things.